1: Anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably
0: the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain.
1: Here is your host, Kathy.
0: Hi, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. I change everyone's voices. I change everybody's names. You can email me from a phony email, call me from a block number. I don't give a shit. I don't really need to know who you are. I don't want to know who you are, actually. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on Be On The Show. If you want to call my confessions hotline because you just have a confession you want to get off my back, you could call my hotline anytime, 24-7. Make sure you're in a quiet place. Uh, Talk clearly and slowly. You got four minutes, leave a message. If you need more time, just call back and I will edit them together. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. All of those anonymous confessions are aired on my Patreon my Patreon also has not only the anonymous confessions and there's hundreds of them they ha- you get early and ad-free episodes you also get Q&As where I answer anyone's questions about everything I also but what you get that and you also get anonymous pics of all of my guests that I've had for the past three years as long as I've had my patreon up and running for the past couple years uh I have had pictures of every woman that's been on my show you could see anonymous hot pics of them r rated pics but now you also get access to my discord and that's where some x-rated stuff goes down now you need to go through my patreon to get onto my discord but you get all of that shit that I just told you for only five dollars a month I talk about how I'm raising it every fucking day and I never do and I don't really care I just want a lot of people on there so five bucks a month you get all of that plus access to my private discord mostly every one of my guests go in there and they post more x-rated stuff but everybody else on there is now posting stuff so it's, it's becoming like a community where people are like hooking up with each other okay I'm not involved in my discord but I just take care of my Patreon, but if you want to be a member of the Discord and get all the other Patreon benefits, go to Patreon.com/slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Now, the link and the phone number to my confessions line and my website—all that information is in the description. Today's guest, okay? So today I have on Billy Proceda from the Whore Podcast. He's been on before. Now, if you're a long-time listener of my show. You might remember that the last time he came on, we got in a fight. We talk about that. I don't really remember what it was, but we kind of get on a fight on this episode, too. It's more towards the end. But like I promise you, Billy's like fucking cool. We spoke for a long time after this episode. It's a fight, quote, unquote. I think we're both opinionated people. We had a little argument this time, but we got past it this time like I said I spoke with him afterwards but before that fight that like I said happens at the end uh he talks about all kinds of crazy things anonymous sex stuff that he did during COVID I mean the creativity of this man you're gonna fucking give him props okay he set up like a glory hole thing in his house and I put an ad on reddit Got people to come over. He talks about that. He talks about the fact that he did that or tried to do that recently. And he talks about the difference between what went down during COVID and what went down during not COVID. Okay. He had some other anonymous sex hookups. Mostly everything that he did on this call that we're talking about uh, involves blowjobs because it was COVID. So <laughs> people were masked up, but it's a lot of blowjobs and it was a lot of actions, a lot of super interesting stories that happened because each one was very different. He's not someone that only gets blowjobs. He's in the lifestyle. He goes to sex parties. He has open relationships. We talk about that. We talk about what well, we fight about it toward, more towards the end. I was like looking for him to give information for guys to get girls to be down with the fact that you're open and you want to fuck other people. Because he has been in mostly non-monogamous relationships, he says, since he's 19. And then he got a little mad at me. But eventually I do get some tips <laughs> from him. For you guys that wanna roll with being, you know, yourself, putting it out there that you're a horny fucking guy. You want to fuck a lot and you wanna let your girl know and still have relationships. He has had some relationships with girls and they've been open. So that's what we kind of fight about and talk about towards the end. It's super interesting. I don't think you're I think you'll think our little fight is interesting. <laughs> I'm always down for a good debate, okay? I love it. I've always been debating people. It's like uh, breathing for me. No big deal. <laughs> and that's why, you know, after we ended the podcast, we wound up talking for a half hour. I don't hold anything against him. I'm down, like I said, for a good fight. We had one, got past it. He's super cool. He's got a great podcast. Um, you're definitely going to go on and go check it out and listen to a couple of episodes that he references on this episode because what he does on the Manwhore podcast is like he has Sex with people or does stuff with girls, and then he invites them to come on his show and talk about it. So a couple of the girls that he had at his glory hole came on, and one of them, I was like, "Oh my god, I want to hear that episode!" So he gives shout, he gives a shout out to that episode as well as his podcast. You're gonna want to check it out. I put all of his links in the description, but you're gonna love his COVID sex stories. Okay, it's super interesting, and you, I think you'll find the fight at the end entertaining, and I think you'll find his advice. As well, his guy advice at the end, interesting and informative. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Billy. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, Hi, Billy. uh, (laughs) I said (laughs) your fucking name wrong already. Proceda. Hello. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You've been on before. You have your own podcast and you've been podcasting like I've been podcasting since the dawn of time like we started podcasts thank god a long time ago i'm always like i'm so glad i started a long time ago because now everyone has one and i think it would have been harder for us we were doing it like nine years ago right eight years ago the man whore Mm -hmm. podcast has been around for that long
1: yeah i i I, my 10 year podversary is going to be in april not only does everyone and their mother have a podcast i feel like everyone's (laughs) got everyone has a sex podcast now i feel like that's it, it, people will be like, I host a sex podcast. Why? Well, like my management says, I'm really hot and <laughs> hot people talk about sex. So, you know, I know really nothing other than like how to put something inside of something. So, but here I am talking about sex. And oh my gosh, rope? OMG. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you were on my show
0: before and I got your whole backstory. And we're going to get a lot of your stories on this show. But what's interesting about your show is like, the, the concept of it was what you would do is fuck your exes, right? And then talk about it. Isn't that what like the Ugh. premise was? <laughs> so no,
1: no, I would, I would, I would invite, bring them on. Yeah. I would talk to my exes, my ex hookups, former partners, whatever, and talk about
0: sex. sex dating
1: and why we didn't work out. Yeah. And
0: it's not like you were like a regular guy talking about sex and dating. It wasn't like vanilla sex and dating stories. I mean, you happen to be pretty open-minded. I mean, we're going to talk about glory holes on here and anonymous sex and non-monogamy and you're pretty open-minded when it comes to SCX, correct? It's not like you were talking about regular dating.
1: That's correct. I mean, it depends on the guests. I have guests who were more vanilla than others. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a little bit more out there and creative during COVID. All right. That's where we're gonna go eventually. Because yeah. you were I'm always obsessed with the glory hole stories. Cause I just talked to a girl who did the reverse glory hole, which is the girl glory hole, which I, I hadn't really Love heard it. of. I was like, Oh my god, please paint that picture because I couldn't even understand how it was. But like when I think, oh, Billy says he started doing glory holes during COVID. I'm like, so what was he doing? Was he sticking his dick in and letting guys suck him off? Was he going in and sucking guys off? Was it with girls? I already had a million questions. You want to start with the creative ways you wound up having sex during COVID?
1: Yeah, I mean, the glory hole was partly the the city government told us it's safer to use glory holes or as they, they didn't use the word glory hole. They were like, (laughs) <laughs> to have sex using like a physical barrier between your bodies, <laughs> which is a glorial. Totally. Uh, <laughs> and I'm a bootlicker, so I listen to my government. And so I, <laughs> I started doing, hang, I had an apartment at the time that lended really well to that type of a setup. So, yeah, I would, I would posts on Reddit and a lot of women seemed really interested in trying. I think there was an element of. Okay, if there were a time where I was going to suck some stranger's dick using a glory (laughs) hole, this is the time to do it. And there were a lot of women who were like just kind of down. And also, so many people were craving being sexual because they couldn't be so i there's i think that was also an element of it and you know for me it was an element of i like getting my dick sucked and so this is (laughs) oh
0: my god i love it slow it down i want to hear okay so you decide to this is what you're going to do did you build a glory hole in your apartment
1: no i'm so low tech i bought a curtain i cut a (laughs) hole through it okay when I, i the way the apartment that apartment was laid out was where like i could prop a door i had a side door that went straight into my space Uh from the street so like i could prop that open they go down this hallway and so before the hallway opened up into like my full bedroom that was like where i could hang it and i wouldn't be disturbed by roommates or neighbors or anything
0: okay my second question is that when you put out that ad were you billy from the podcast or were you joe schmo wanting to do an anonymous glory hole Uh
1: I've been doing slutty shit on Reddit since I think 2012, <laughs> 2013. Okay. I've always been, my, I'm, I'm very much me, which I think is part of why I've had with really fun sexual encounters on Reddit, because I don't use a throwaway. It is me, it is my handle, it is it is even before I had the podcast, right? And I, that transparency makes a lot of people, particularly women, feel safer think a lot of people are so nervous to be found out that they like to have sex, that they like <laughs> hide their identity <laughs> online. Yeah. They're like, well, what if my boss finds out? Your boss, one, is not going to find out that you ate some strange, some woman you've never met before out. But also, even if he did, you're not getting fired for that. But everyone's just so hung up about people finding out that they have sex, that they want to hide so much. And, but, and that's fine if that's your comfort level. But you never but had that. It. Well, no, well i i haven't really had that but I'm, what i'm saying is when people do that the trade-off is there's less transparency which makes people feel less instantly comfortable and so you might get less success yeah so the true. more transparent you are the more likelihood i think you have of of having some really cool encounters so yeah i would put those posts out and so if somebody wanted to like look if somebody wants to still not know what i look like great don't don't uh, investigate further but if somebody wants to poke around and be like geez if I go to this stranger's apartment they can see okay well here's his name there's some accountability there if I were to do something monstrous and and then the trade-off for me is okay people will know that I like some anonymous blowjobs but I will also get anonymous blowjobs Right, right, right. But they also know because you're Billy uh,
0: Pro- Proceda on Reddit, they also could see that you have this legit podcast if you were going to fucking kill them. Like, it, none of that's going to go down because you're so transparent and out there in the public eye. It, it definitely helps. It yeah, definitely helps. Yeah, I think that yeah. that's smart. Okay, so what did you say in your Reddit? post what was it like come to my glory hole and suck me off and was it for men or women or just women
1: oh it was for for women i would just okay. be pretty clear about dudes like hey guys please is type of thing. i would include some kind of line usually hey guys please don't make an attempt because like even if they did trick their way into getting to that side of the curtain if i can detect that it's a dude like i'm just gonna i just said hey i'm gonna stop us in the middle and it's gonna be awkward for both of us so just like uh, a I would get guys who answered, and but they would say they were men. They'd be like, hey, are men allowed? And I would just be like, no, thank you. And they'd be like, oh, okay. But And then I had like my ways of, of knowing ultimately at the end of it all, like who who came through. I had some safety things set up. So I was able to kind of also check and be like, hey, what would that person look?
0: Okay, cool. My next question is how many people responded? Did you get way more responses than you expected? Did you got get not that many?
1: Yeah. No, I let me tell you, I've actually this year I tried in, in my current apartment, I tried a few times to see if any women want to visit a glory hole at my apartment in this calendar year and, and I got zero hits, right? Whereas in during COVID, so like end of 2020, early 2021, I I I'm just throw uh, guessing I think probably about maybe a half dozen women came came through. One of one a couple of them have been on the podcast already one of them we did a glory hole podcast so she visited my glory holes like three times we, we fucked during the final time where like i laid underneath the, the curtain and then she just and she got on top of me oh, i still oh, couldn't oh. see her and she couldn't <laughs> see me. oh my god so we did that and then so when i invited her to do the podcast I was like, hey how would you feel about doing an episode mm-hmm. but separated by the the curtain like i'll stick the microphone through the glory hole and you hold it and we'll have a conversation and at the end we'll pull the curtain back and reveal ourselves to each
0: other. oh i love that what's that episode give that episode number out so that people because i'm going to put a link to your podcast in the description so people want to hear that episode sounds interesting do you remember the number
1: not the number but it's called the glory hole episode and it it would have came out in 2021 okay so cool. if they want to roll That's back a little bit it would, yeah 300 something right yeah and so so and then but then she says hey love to do it do you think i could suck your dick one more time as a stranger so when she came over <laughs> to record we like I, I stuck my dick in first she blew me and you can actually hear in the very very beginning like you kind, I think you can kind of hear me come and then Russell to give her the microphone through the curtain and there's a chair on the other side ready for her. And so we went straight from her sucking my dick to ha- talking for an hour on microphone to pulling the curtain back and be like, oh, so that's what you look like.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that must've been a really great episode. I, I'm dying to know the reveal, but maybe we don't want to give it out so that people go listen out. for now. I'm kind of curious what, how you guys felt when you saw each other.
1: I wasn't, I wasn't angry. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's go back
0: dis- to the, I want to hear about all these girls. So you get these emails. Now, because it's a glory hole experience, I'm assuming that you're not looking for, no one's give, sending out pictures back and forth, right? Yeah, like, I
1: actually requested, like please don't send a picture because it'll ruin it for I'd hate to just get a normal blowjob. Uh, don't ruin it for me. <laughs> right.
0: But now were you, did you put a dick pic? I mean, did they ask for any kind of pictures or anything or was there like no pic of you? I, of course, you said no pics of, The website and the email address will all be in the description. I,
1: I don't remember specifically, but if they asked for a dick pic, I, I probably sent them one. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I don't think I sent them face pics. So it was kind of like, if you want to investigate, it's very easy to see what I look like. Yeah, yeah, and if you great. enjoy the idea of not knowing what I look like, then just don't, don't poke go. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So- yeah, frankly, the chick who did the Glory Hole episode, she didn't even know the name of the podcast which is kind of crazy. Cause like I had, <laughs> oh I had these like live show posters. when I pre COVID, I would do like live podcasts. And so I would have like big posters for this to be on stage. And at that apartment, I had a lot of them like hanging up in that hallway you would walk through. And so when later she said, yeah, I didn't even know the name of the show. Cause like you could, she's like, I didn't know what you look like. I was like, you didn't peek. Said, I didn't even know the name. And I said, how'd you not know the name of the podcast? There was like posters with the name in big letters as you walk by each time you visited she said i thought that was maybe just a podcast you were a big fan of
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so like funny. i
1: hope i have someone who's that big of a fan out there who has like posters of me uh, sometimes, heart, sometimes heart, i heart. wish
0: i was that uncurious as a person do you know what I mean don't you think like i would just i would have never missed any of that shit. it's just yeah like, and then like i had
1: a um i had like a, a lesbian came through because she wanted to try sucking a dick um she never played with a dick before and she's not into men but she wanted to give a blowjob. So a glory hole for her was perfect cuz we're removing the whole guy part from the equation and now it's just a dick. And I got to tell you I've never heard someone spit come out louder. <laughs> oh my god. From the lesbian. lesbian? <laughs> yeah, oh. I think I really confirmed for her like mm, she was I don't lesbian. know if I need to give I'll stick to, to latex dildos uh, for blowjobs. but
0: Oh my God, that's fucking fascinating.
1: Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, tell me some other gr- stories from those girls that came. So one was a lesbian. One was this girl that was like not curious at all, but totally curious about sucking a strange guy's dick, yeah. okay? And came back for more. <laughs>
1: who, there's one chick who's ultra-Orthodox Jewish. Not, not Hasidic, but ultra-Orthodox Jewish. The type where she's supposed to give side hugs. To oh men at God. most, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a thing in Judaism called Sineas and is all that. And and but for some reason in her relationship with her God, she had decided that sucking a dick that where she's not touching the guy yeah. was fair okay. game. So she came over and gave me a lot of blowjobs through the glory hole. that was her way to in her justification be sexual without breaking the rules
0: yeah don't you love it because listen we all do it right we reframe things to make ourselves okay with whatever we want to make ourselves okay with right we all have that mm-hmm. fucking ability and it's i love hearing stuff like that because it's so interesting and that's the way she was able to suck your dick and not feel bad about it <laughs> that's yeah, how she yeah. framed it in good. her mind when had a good time i mean she came back a, a bunch of times that one
1: yeah but the first time i actually the first time during covid i hooked up with someone who wasn't my girlfriend I, I had a girlfriend at the time and when we got to like the summer and like cases were going down in new york city and mm-hmm. and we and my girlfriend and i had this negotiated like expanding our circle a little bit and so i my first experience was with this woman from reddit who <clears throat> um we wanted to do an outdoors blowjob cuz again outdoors yeah. safer right so i drove like somewhere in the bronx or westchester and i we found this i found this like side street that was like really industrial there's no residential on that street and it's all stuff that looks like closed down or maybe they're not reopened yet whatever so it was like i think a tuesday at like in the afternoon and i drove over there and the plan was like i would tell her when I was there, and she knew where to go, she would just kind of walked down that side street until so she saw the car, and she just kind of walks up to the car. I'm sitting in the um, driver's seat with like my legs out, and 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 she <laughs> wanted me to wear a mask. Still, <laughs>
0: so
1: I wore a mask
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, with my so baby, you
1: know sitting outside of my car. Yeah. And she got on her knees and sucked my dick, and then and then asked me to take a couple pictures of it, and then left, and then that was it. Wow. I don't even I don't know her. Old, real whatever name I I couldn't find she later I think just sometimes people do this because they want to kind of cut ties or ensure anonymity or sometimes they delete their accounts yeah some people block or delete their accounts when they don't want to be revisited yeah sometimes they want to leave the encounter for what it was so she walks away with this big smile with a face full of cum and then <laughs> I, I couldn't find her if I wanted to I wanted to have her on the podcast I wouldn't I don't know how to find her that is just an experience I'll have to leave as it's
0: fascinating Um, yeah
1: I had some stuff like that there was a woman who like we arranged me like hiding a key outside so she could she was a night nurse at a hospital here in the city and so after her shift she wanted to come over and (laughs) we arranged so she would come over and I'd be on top of my covers like 5 a.m 6 a.m she would sneak in give me give me some head and then go into bed and then after her shift she says I take an Ambien and I just pass out She's, like, I want to take an Ambien and pass out in your bed. And then when I'm fully like out, I want you to have sex with me.
0: Wow. So she wanted you to fuck her after she was like comatose.
1: Yeah. She was kind of like in and out during it happening. But oh, like, yeah, okay. that's wow. what she wants. And that required a lot of negotiation. Yeah. We did a lot of back and forth about, yeah, what was on the table, off the table, when I would stop, how we would communicate that ultimately with with that situation yeah you know, she's kind of like look w- once i've done it like i'm saying yes you go ahead and do it and just do it there's there's not really a way to like kind of save for it out of that but that's like what she wants that's her fantasy so after i've gotten everything very negotiated and in a screenshotable format we did that and so <laughs> oh when she came God. over she blew me a bit then like she takes her ambience she went to bed and this is like 6 ish in the morning six thirty in the morning i got up and i just went to my computer did some work for a while and then after she was like properly out then i started kind of like tugging it right And got myself aroused got myself hard and then that's when i like kind of quietly and very nervously went over to the bed and just eventually yeah i i I her and it was it was really hot and then she kind of woke up came to and we snuggled a bit and 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 then we, uh, we fooled around another couple times after that but that yeah so During COVID, all this to say is I think so many people were trying to figure out ways to either be sexual as safely as they felt possible, or I think a lot of people were using this time period to say, fuck it. I have this fantasy. I'm going for it because the world clearly could end at any moment. So let's just go ahead and go for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love how creative everybody was. I just can't believe this shit was going down. You know what I mean? It's super interesting.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, went, I drove to Staten Island one time and, like, this, this 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 Dom lady, again, this is still masked up. So, yeah. All, again, all of this is like wearing a mask, which is hilarious a little bit oh, in totally. retrospect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like a Dom and she has this subby slut boy and she wanted to have him blow dudes, but, like, I don't roll not that way. Yeah. Right. So but so what we negotiated was like, she's going to jerk me off onto his face. And she's also being a little dominant with me and teasing with me. But then ultimately, when I was getting close and she's like, she's like dirty talking him. She's saying, you little stupid slut, all this stuff. And then eventually she jerks me off and I came all over this man's face. Um, Oh, my
0: God. And he loved it. (laughs) Where do you find her? Was she someone that responded to your ad or did you find her ad?
1: I I think I must have found her ad. That was definitely or add one
0: question with these sorry with these glory holes girls and the when you set that up were you still dating your girlfriend at that time
1: uh, yes and no so in the beginning yes and then i broke up with her the, the first week of january 2021 Huh. so but again we, we were polyamorous so it was all fair game she was having she had her people that maybe she was fooling around with outside of that as well but we didn't we didn't live together so Everything was like above board in that regard but yeah I had a girlfriend for part of that time yeah
0: yeah yeah and but you but you guys were had an open relationship do you only have non-monogamous relationships?
1: historically the last time I had a monogamous relationship I was <laughs> 19 years old
0: <laughs> how old are you now by the way do you mind saying uh,
1: 34.
0: okay okay so you're always role non-monogamous, how long did you date that girl for which one? Your ex-girlfriend, your girlfriend during COVID. Was she on your show, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, we
1: did. I think we did about a year and a half.
0: Right. That's cool. Yeah. And so, all right, so you put out these glory holes. You have those six girls. It sounds like a bunch of them came back for more than one time. Like, it wasn't a one-time setup, correct?
1: There were a few people who did just one. Like, the lesbian did one. Yeah. There was yeah. a... The second woman did just one. I think she wanted to be more involved than like I wanted to be. Uh-huh. Like She started by like, asking if I'd suck her kit like, through the the, cur- the hole. And I was like, okay. But then she started wanting to do more. And at the time, I just wasn't comfortable with that. Like she wanted to make out through the glory hole, which kind of defeated the purpose COVID-wise. And, and she was like, Can you do this to me. Can you do that? And I'm kind of like, well, that's not, this is all negotiation. I would have preferred done over text while that ways I can say, ooh, that ways if I say, ooh, I don't think I'm going to want to finger you, or <laughs> I'm not going to want to make out, then you can say, ooh, then I just don't want to do it at all, right? But right, when don't you do show it in up. Moment, yeah, it's just kind of like sandbagging me, especially because of the type of scene it is. There's, it's not something I really want to, it's supposed to be anonymous, right? We don't see each other, We're maybe not even really hear each other too much. So for that scene, it's not something I don't really want to negotiate in the middle. I want to set it up in beginning so we can just do it as opposed to if we were out on a date or if we were hooking up quote-unquote normal then that's obviously like you have ongoing negotiations people ask for things people say yes they say no but not like I was, so that so i didn't invite her back the second time for that one person came a couple times but they, i had a couple people who came multiple times like the, the orthodox jewish chick and the you Glory Hol- how the many people cow.
0: did you fuck
1: just the just the one i mean there's one person who visited a few times and then we fucked normal on a different time i just went over to her apartment yeah after several visits but the only person i fucked via the curtain situation was the one who did the podcast.
0: Right. Interesting. And so you have a very small sample. It's only six women. But because you did do this experiment and you did this research and six fucking women showed up, which is a lot. I want to know, what was that type of woman that showed up? Was it across the board, all different ages? I mean, you don't really, you never, you didn't see them really, right? But did you find out any kind of information on these women that was interesting?
1: I mean, not that was interesting, like not not (laughs) too much. No, the only ones I knew more about are the ones who I eventually met without the curtain. Right. right? So
0: some of them you did.
1: Yeah. But like that again, that's only like after everything, like the the, the Orthodox Jewish chick, uh, my friend who I end up shooting some OnlyFans content with after we had a few visits. The woman with the glory hole. But many of them, yeah, I don't know anything. But that's also kind of the point. You know, um, the, the only thing I need to know is that you're over 18. And I, I had an apparatus set up for that, too, where like when they were outside of my apartment, they got there before I told them like where the key was. They had to f- they had to do like a f- kind of video FaceTime call with a friend of mine and show their like their their license. Oh, interesting. So I don't have, I didn't I didn't want to have a precocious 15 year old like fuck my shit up.
0: Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. That's dangerous. It's scary. I mean, you, you, and you can, that kind of thing can fuck you up nowadays. You don't know. So you didn't get the ages. You don't know most of the time what was on the other side. And that's, that was the whole point. Yeah. 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 Fascinating. I mean, you didn't get one person signing up for the glory hole out in a year where there is no COVID and no one fucking gives a shit anymore. But during COVID you got six, which I do.
1: That's like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, I think it was for that time, and I and I've I've I've, I've had Glorial blowjobs from women before, like maybe a couple who I'm talking to, like on I've I've done shit for a while, so I've gone to a Glorial to meet up with someone specifically, and then they send me like a video afterwards of like her blowing me, but but like in terms of hosting one and hosting one at my place, that was I think it was just a special time. What other
0: kinds of things or hookups did you have during covid because you were getting a lot of blowjobs but did you have other kinds of anon- it sounds like you were actually also having other kinds of anonymous sex or stranger sex with people during that time as well because you met that girl yeah, in yeah, Island, I, right?
1: yeah, I, yeah i had a few, yeah I had a few things here and there that would pop up and over the course of roughly whatever however long all that was but so yeah I, I, maybe like about a year it, yeah, I mean, just I tried a lot of stuff and it was fun. But for me, these were things I was doing pre-COVID anyway. And I think for a lot of people, they were maybe just going ahead and saying, "Fuck it, let's do it."
0: Yeah, and lucky for you because you had more, you had more a, a bigger fish to a bigger pond to fish out of. Because probably those women wouldn't have been down before or after, right? Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I was just trying to get more stories.
1: Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, in terms of the glory hole ones, like the 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 or the, the Jewish chick was was definitely interesting because then we started. She really was interested in DS dynamics, and so we had to play around with that. <laughs> we started when we stopped having only the glory hole involved. We started doing other things. Like before, I knew what she looked like. One time, she like came over, and I had like t- I was on my couch and had my T shirts over my face. And she took a couple pictures for me of, of me kind of posed like that. But then, yes, yeah, she like blows me while I can't I, I can feel her now and I can feel her big titties. But like, I don't I still don't know what she looks like. And then we had another time where this one was pretty wild. She lives out on Long Island. And so I went out to this. We arranged this park that's near her. And late at night, she went to a certain area of the park and she- <laughs> And she had a friend of hers show up to play Lookout. So when I when I'm following the directions to get to where she's staked out among all these trees, like I actually I had to pass by her friend. But that's kind of part of the point. Right. Her friend's there to keep her safe. So I, I see this other clearly Orthodox Jewish chick on a bench, just like reading a book or whatever. And like I and we kind of make eye eye contact, and she's like, you're gonna go fuck my friend's face, and I'm looking at her like I'm about oh. to fuck your friend's face. And <laughs> oh
0: my I, God. was it a girl or a guy friend? Uh,
1: a, a girlfriend. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so I go into the into the trees and whatnot, and I and I find her kneeling there with a paper bag over her head with a hole cut out, and she had she took sharpie and she wrote a bunch of words that made her feel sexy for her. They were like. Slut, whore, mouth, girl—all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like de- degradation, like, she was into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so I'm just—I'm walking into a park. I don't know. Oh oh, my also, my friend's kind of there to kind of locate in case somebody's coming or if the the cops showed up or something. Right? She can kind of give the signal. But yeah, so I, I just—I walked up to a young to a woman who was on her knees in the middle of the trees with a bag over her head, and I stuck my dick through a, a hole in that and she gave me head there and <laughs> so we did some things like that sometimes. time to time. I'm to a time. little
0: I'm slightly obsessed with her. Now, is that with the one that you lost contact with and you couldn't get her to come on the show?
1: No, 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 that was a different woman. This woman we at, at a point she decided she wanted to try the, the whole not touching men thing again to, for her relationship with her God, okay. But then we still had a little bit of a friendship going on for a while where she came over a couple times and we would hang out without touching in a non-sexual way and sometimes it'd be she's already going to be in the city hey can i come by she got me a gift for my birth she bought me a, a vinyl for my for my birthday that was very sweet of her uh but yeah th- there's a little bit of that then I, I don't know what she's up to these days like i said sometimes people will cut contact just for the purpose of kind of moving on from something or if they're scared or ashamed of something. Religion obviously plays like a a large role in sexual shame. So I hope she's off there doing well. But I think last time we checked, it was like, hey, I'm going to block your number. And she's off doing Orthodox Judaism how she wants
0: to. Yeah. Now, are you in a relationship now or do you still doing like anonymous sex? I mean, what's your deal now?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't think any of that stuff is like, mutually exclusive but uh, i am single i'm not out there really dating i'm barely if if at all swiping i'm not really i'm not really pursuing any romantic relationships right now i've been doing a lot of work on me went through a really big breakup last year and, and i won't say i'm completely over it but i'm i'm newly open to romantic connections should they come my way but i'm not like pursuing like i'm swiping so i can go on dates it's more if i meet someone out in the wild and we click i'm i'm open to seeing where that went but i'm not i'm not like
0: you're not dating. ready yet but as a guy who's had a lot of non-monogamous relationships that's all you've had since you're 19 cuz i have a, a large audience and they're always they'd love to be in a non-monogamous relationship but i think a lot of times they don't know how to put it on the table when to bring that up on a date i mean When you're out there looking or when you have dated people, like, how do you roll? How do you bring that kind of stuff up? Because you, A, have a podcast, you're a public person, you're going to go out on a date. What if someone doesn't know? Do you have, what is your process of telling people how, that you want a non-monogamous relationship? This is what you
1: do. I, I don't think any, I mean, again, I'm in a unique situation, both because like how public I am and like what my living is what my what my job is but i i don't think there's been a single person who has gone on a first date with me and know i was not monogamous right it's not even i don't it's not even like a whole telling thing i mean it's usually in my in my profile like it's always in my profile it's always in there okay well that's Um, that's important it's just easier and people self-select but it's usually not an issue because also there's people who like they may see that and go, oh, well, I don't know if I would want a romantic relationship with him, but like he's cute and I, I might have sex with him. Yeah. What uh, app do you uh, like? So, I mean, I, these days I have no idea, right? I haven't really been using them, but Field is great and then Tinder is like a classic. And I like Bumble, but I don't think Bumble likes me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just I, I always feel like I've gotten, I think I've gone on the least amount of dates from Bumble in my history and also it's a it's an app where you know i don't get to make a first move so there's also i get into less conversations on bumble than say tinder or field i also use i've used for hookups i've used reddit and back in the day i used craigslist but again like i also meet people out in the wild and i go to sex parties and just i mean geez like i i you know hooked up with a chick after a comedy show on friday last friday because this happened
0: yeah you're a comedian and girls like to fuck comedians i mean i worked in comedy with comedians all the time they're kind of like rock stars you get you stand on a stage and you command an audience and girls like fall for you during that time it's just a fucking fact i remember going to see rush in concert and i like want to fuck getty lee afterwards i mean why because he's hot no he's fucking repulsive looking but because he's like on stage singing that's how girls are
1: yeah, but that that wears off, I think, a half hour after the show's over. Yeah, but you uh, got so,
0: that time if you're smart and you're a comedian. I know a lot of comedians that use it to their advantage. <laughs>
1: oh, I know a lot of comedians <laughs> do. Last Friday was the very first time I've ever hooked up after a comedy show with someone from the audience who, like, I didn't know. I've had people, like, they came to the show because we had talked about it, and then we hook up. I have brought people to a comedy show I'm not on, and we've hooked up. I've, I've met people from the audience when I'm just hanging out. I've never just, I did a show and some chick comes to talk to me afterwards and then we hook up. That's never happened before. I had a two or three month drive spell this year, but it was kind of self-imposed. I just didn't feel like fucking. So like I was turning sex down and, but like, again, it's kind of, cause I don't know. I'm not, when, when you don't come from a place of scarcity, when it comes to sex, sex becomes, there's less pressure and you're freaking out less of like shit when am I going to fuck again? I'm like, oh, I'll fuck again. I, I know it's there. I just, you know, I, I'm not like accepting all sexual offers all the time on the off chance. I'll never fuck again. It's just kind of, I, I think a lot of dudes come from a place of scarcity and they should come from a place of abundance and confidence.
0: Yeah. But you if, in order for them to do that though, Billy is they have to live like you. They have to get into the lifestyle. They have to go to sex to. party. They, they just, okay. So don't. what's the, what's your advice for them to live in abundance and not no, no, no. be in it, open it's, it's relationships. A,
1: it's, a, it's a mindset. It's not the it's not a literal fact. And one abundance is different to other people. I said I went through a two or three month dry spell earlier uh, this year. Other people would say, "What? I only have sex every two to three months." Right? It's all <laughs> yeah, relative. But it's a it's a mindset. When you come from a place of scarcity with anything, you're more desperate. You're more nervous. You, you're lacking confidence. You're more scared. For but, sure. So it's not about coming from a place of abundance. Doesn't mean have to I fuck have lots of girls. sex. It's just an attitude to have, so that way you're not freaking out. If you come from a place of scarcity with sex, and then an opportunity is maybe presented, now the the, the stakes are so high because you're like, fuck. If this doesn't work out, or if I don't get the fucker, or if it if it's not good, or my dick doesn't work, I don't know when the next time's gonna be. Now you might not actually know when the next time's gonna be either way. But you're, if you're coming from a place of abundance, I think you're going to be more relaxed. I think you're going to have a better time. Your dick might work better. You two might connect better. And you know what? That might lead to more. Come from a place of abundance means because I'm confident that like things are going to happen and it's going to be fine, sometimes they just kind of end up working out that way, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, but being realistic, okay, Billy, because you've been around for I'm a being long time. I'm No, no, if I'm going to just tell – no, 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 the- I'm not telling I'm you – No, 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 the- no, stop, stop. We already had a fight in our fight last again? podcast. We're not going to fight again <laughs> this time. You're going to give me a little fucking five seconds to talk, okay? I'm not talking about you being realistic. You are, of course, being realistic. It's your fucking life. You're you're telling me what you think because of what you've lived. I'm not a fucking guy. What I, but I'm, what I'm going to say is that <clears throat> you were, like, so – far end on a spectrum, right? And then there's a guy, another type of guy besides you that doesn't, that lives in abundance abundance when it comes to what you're talking about, happens to be like a fucking hot guy that's got game, that's got money. That when those guys, yeah, they show up, they're fucking cocky. They're not coming from that place that you're talking about because they could fuck chicks all the, and they have been their whole life. I know those guys. I fuck those guys, okay? But there's so many guys out there, the majority of guys that they're just not able to be playing. Players. they're not in the lifestyle they're not professionals and on a stage that just don't live in abundance and that that regular guy doesn't know how to pretend that they have abundance because they don't fucking have it. I think nowadays, guys, it's different. Girls fuck a lot more. They have one night stands. They're very different than they were twenty years ago. I grew up with those people. Most guys that I know didn't have abundance in their life because girls they wouldn't fuck them unless they were dating them. I mean it was a different time. So I just think that you are have never lived in that regular world. Think when I high five you but I high five you for that. Happy. Like
1: i've been i've been that guy okay you're assuming that like i haven't been the guy you just described okay maybe you were okay so then you understand the the sex doesn't come first and then you have the attitude you have to have the attitude to be attractive and attract that sex in your life and attract women or whatever genders you're trying to attract like you have to figure out how Fake it, yeah.
0: Okay, but uh, you know what? I think that there's a type of person that could fake it till they make it, and then there's some people that can't. I could never no, I fake think anything can. until I made it. I, don't, I, just, I think everyone's different. I think some people, yeah, they become very successful because they could fucking fake it till they make it in any sort of area, but some people can't. I'm not that type. I can't fake anything till I make it. I have to actually be it to fucking be because I'm like a very honest person, so I don't necessarily think that everyone could do that. I get that that's... We I mean, could teach a class to... No, but yes. Listen, I think everybody
1: that...
0: I, can do it. 100%. And I think you could teach a class on that and guys should fucking take it because that is a a great thing that you could teach someone. I just don't think in reality that a lot of guys have that and there aren't a million classes and they don't take the classes or they don't listen to your podcast and
1: you, you're not but teaching I take, them. I didn't take a class, right? What? I didn't take a class. Right. I just like...
0: I know but you you're a professional and you have a podcast no, not, and you're a speaker on this Cassie, for a reason. You're because you're not Cassie, average. Not oh my god. So
1: you're assuming something about my history
0: okay. that's not true. Okay, you do have it's a podcast. True. You do have a podcast. It's not true. No, Kathy,
1: Cassie, Cassie, It's not true. Okay. <laughs> okay. You don't think before I had the podcast. Yeah, I was a very sexual person, but what came before I was being a sexual person? Okay. Well, here's here's another example of like why the scarcity might Also, I'm not a, I'm just a comedian with a fuck show. I don't want to teach a class. So guys, keep your money. I mean, you can give me your money, but like, not I'm not telling you should teach a class. Uh, I'm just, just saying that unless
0: you, you do, sit. they don't fucking know it. Okay, that's guys, it. Guys, just
1: listen for free right now. A scarcity <laughs> oh <my God>. mindset. <laughs> now I know you. why we
0: fought the first time. Oh my God. I, wanna... well, yeah, I wish we were sometime. doing a podcast. No, I'm as opinionated as you. So just yeah, allow no, 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 me to I be as fucking stubborn and as opinionated as you. Don't fucking stop me in my tracks because I'm not stopping you. I'm just talking back and giving my opinion back okay so you want to give it learn how to take it that's what I don't like I I like a good fucking listen to me I love a good fucking debate and it doesn't have to turn like no you're not open I'm open to what you're saying be open to what I'm saying that's it end of story keep going
1: the only thing I will what I'm always going to push back if you assume something about. that's fine
0: I'm going to push back if I don't think you're right that's the way I roll that's why we both have shows
1: and have microphones in our hand okay Kathy, You can't tell me what I did in my, you can't tell me how I was when I was 18, 19, I didn't. I let
0: you explain how you you were. I let you explain. No, no, no. I let you explain. And you explained it. I didn't tell you you weren't that way. I said, okay, that's it. But I'm just saying that unless you teach those people how you changed it, a lot of guys don't know how to do that. You did. I would high five you for that. But a lot of guys can. And you can't not know that about guys.
1: Sorry. Kathy, I'm trying to share this right now. I'm trying to
0: share it right now. Great.
1: Do do another example. Do it. Another way of coming from scarcity makes you nervous, makes you scared. There's a lot of pressure. That's not you can you can kind of read that off of somebody, uh-huh. right? Like you could, like they kind totally. of you could smell it from a mile away, right? So you kind of just have to not, and you have to find your own individual way to get there. I thought for me, I I was hanging around a lot. I hang. I, all my friends are like women, so I've heard women's issues, struggles, frustrations, Mm -hmm. right? And so take that into my interactions with other women. And I'm empathetic. And I'm like, I'm not trying to get laid. I mean, honestly, I think the thing that gets in the way of so many guys who are trying to get laid is the fact that they are trying, quote unquote, trying to get laid, Mm -hmm. right? If you're sincerely trying to connect with human beings, and sometimes those human beings want to touch your penis, or will let you sit, eat them out. And frankly, like, you should all be Guys, more oral. Can I just say that? Well, give more oral. You're, you're, <laughs> none of you are giving enough oral. Like, even if you think you are, add 20%. You need to be <laughs> more oral. Yeah. And no so, girl's
0: gonna turn that down.
1: <laughs> right. So so there's just when you can sniff that off of a guy, it's kind of this like nice guy mentality. And I I I suffered from that a lot. And it's not no one's saying don't be a nice guy, it's just There are different ways to be a nice guy. And there's a way to be a confident nice guy. And there's a way to be a really meek and mild nice guy. And then there are nice guys who aren't nice guys, but they don't have the humility to admit that they're not purely a nice guy. And then that's going to get in your way. And I think we see that a lot of times with a lot of like assault cases and whatnot, where guys go, I couldn't have done that. I'm a nice guy. It's like a reverse engineer type of a thing, right? So I'm just saying you have to find your own way to do it. But just like, for one thing, stop being, just put less pressure on getting laid and just connect with a human. When I go on a date, if I go to a sex party, whatever, my goal, if I end up being interested in her, is I want to make out. That's my goal. Everything else is bonus, right? And also that puts the bar for success way low, right? Because then if the bar is just kissing, then that's not the most difficult hurdle to clear if we have a connection, if we're clicking. And then if we do more, great. But if we didn't fuck, then I'm not leaving disappointed yeah I get
0: Um, it I mean listen The listen, where I was going with this conversation when it first started off is where I'm typically going in all of my conversations with people is trying to help my audience get tips right from my callers a lot of my callers are people who are in the lifestyle or doing things that people just fucking dream of that's why people are listening to my show they're like how do I get my fucking wife to be a hot wife how do I get my girl into non monogamy so really why I started that conversation to you was not to tell you how you lived or what you do but to get you to sort of give people advice on how they become someone as open as you and able to meet girls that are cool with all the stuff that you're into because a lot of guys just don't know how to get there they're all as horny as you are they all would love to get fucking blowjobs like you do they'd all love to meet a girl in a park and do and try all these crazy things but they're just not there so really I was just looking for you to give some advice on how to put, put it out there on a date how to put it on an you know what I mean? That's really where I was going. It wasn't like about and you're and an, an, analyzing you. It was about like how do you help guys to become more like you? And when I say you're an expert, you kind of are. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's great. You can teach people. Teach my fucking audience. You got ten minutes. That's it. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll address the the needs of the audience real quick. The again, the only thing I I, I just. I don't there's just reference to well, Billy, you've kinda of always been like and it's you know, no, no we're pretty established so you weren't like is, that all your whole that life. Makes it accessible. Listen, that you were
0: fourteen. There's no way you were born that way. I know that, okay. No, no, no. But
1: I'm I'm talking like in college. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, again I have not always been some sort of cocksmith and even like I go to sex parties. Right, that's why but you
0: are now, and that's why your story okay, or like, your advice is interesting. Feel, that's what's Kathy, perfect you, about it. No,
1: no, and no, just that's it. But I'm i I'm a man, so maybe I I understand that men are going to connect to this a little. Just hear me out. It's, they need to hear that I have. Like, and they did. You explained so- it
0: 10 fucking times. But you already did. I allowed you to tell your fucking I before have, story. We all know that. that. Okay. And, I, so I know it.
1: what they need. Some guys need to hear. And that's what I'm trying to sh- say. If you could just Yes.
0: But we already established you weren't that guy and you are now. So, and so you explain so, the way so to the do tip. that so is want, to, you know, is how to like, do how it. Do that's it. it.
1: Okay. So we don't need to go back to your past. Okay, but this is, here's the problem with the guys who want the tips with, it's the goal setting, I think, is oftentimes getting in the way. One of the examples you gave was like, how do I get my wife to be a hot wife? Well, first, did you think about, does she want to that? There's a lot of guys who I think, especially in sex, they think of sex or any sort of, whether it's a fetish or an event or a sex act, whatever it is, just, we're going to call all of it sex for a moment. Sex is like this goal Mm -hmm. to get right mm-hmm. and it's not a collab a lot of guys aren't seeing it as a collaboration with another human being or if you're like me sometimes with three four or five plus human beings but it's like more of a collaboration and in part of that in a collaboration sometimes you always get what you want so there's a different the, so i would just i think a lot of guys and people but especially guys could have some more success or have easier times if they would kind of just retool the questions so the question shouldn't be how do i get my wife to be a hot wife it should be How do I go to my wife and say, hey, I've got this fantasy because the second one allows space for her to just ultimately not want that. And then you have to just kind of be okay with that. Or you can say, I want a hot wife scenario so badly I will leave my wife and find somebody else who wants to do that. But but how do I get her to be a hot wife? It's inherently by any means necessary, even if it's at her discomfort. I'm gonna turn my wife into you know, a hot wife, and it may sound subtle, but does that lingu the linguistics matter. The language matters. The language the language kind of informs how we're thinking about it, and how we think about it, I think, is how we end up tackling it and how we get or don't get what we want. Yeah, so I mean, it's just I my just line of quote.
0: Co- I mean, my whole point of that thing was that the guy who has been successful at that gives tips to others and i've had those tips from many guys that are successful so really it wasn't about what do you think you should do it's more just about in that situation because i know you have a history of not being that guy but now you've always been in non-monogamous relationships you've always been able to be super open you're in the lifestyle and you've been able to have long-term partnerships and i sometimes think that that's a hard line to ride as far as Having well, yeah, a girl also... be take that seriously because maybe they're afraid. Oh, like, how do I fall in love with the guy that wants to fuck everybody? What's that kind of a thing?
1: Well, sometimes the answer is then don't, right? Like, there's a lot of people. No, but people you told so... me
0: before we got on the phone that you had a whole thing about Manhorn that you didn't ever think you were like that lovable because you fucked a lot of people. I just hand fed you the line to get talk about that.
1: You I didn't fuck it. I, you didn't well, I'm a little it. autistic. I need to be oh God, uh, a little so... more uh, explicit. I'm not going to edit um... that
0: out. Okay, go <laughs>
1: okay i mean i am i just i don't know tell you yeah so so it's just more look you say i've been in long-term relationships i've had a few girlfriends over the years right because i I mean i don't enter girlfriend boyfriendship easily right it's more like it really i don't i'm not i don't every three months say i have a new girlfriend but i've had a few girlfriends and none of them have made it to two years right so it's it's not oh i've been in all these monogamous romantic relationships i've just had a lot of Sexual relationships I've had a lot of sexual Friendships that have been long term But no I haven't been successful in And like do you a think the romantic- whole
0: man Whore thing has been an issue because that's What you did tell me and I said oh that's yes. actually Something we should talk about because I think That's interesting it's something that you typically think That women have that issue because I had That issue I can't tell you how many guys when I was younger Said okay Kevin you're like not the kind of girl you Marry you're like the kind of girl you fuck <laughs> I heard that many times and I thought it was So super interesting that you felt The same way
1: I think that's why a lot of women connected with my podcast when I launched it because uh-huh. they were hearing a guy complain about wanting a relationship and the woman always telling me they wanted to keep it casual because that's typically seen as a as a woman problem. And frankly, over, all, over the last decade, I've heard a lot of men privately tell me that, that, that they've experienced that, that they felt that way. But when we speak in such gender language and generalities that maybe aren't as true as we think they are, but we just kind of culturally believe them, then it kind of furthers that stigma. And then it does feel weird to be a guy who wants a relationship and she wants to fuck. And then you start feeling bad about yourself because society is saying, well, this is what I'm expecting. I'm supposed to want to fuck everyone and everything all the time. I've been facing that this calendar year where I've been, Feeling a little weird about like i am i'm I'm not like excited to fuck a bunch of people right now and i'm not having i mean granted i did say like i hooked up with someone last friday but again for scale for me it, it, it's that slow or whatever but it's it's it, i just I, I think it's harmful when we speak in such gendered generalities because then it just furthers stuff and it makes us feel bad and shameful. And so, yes, I think a lot of women connected with the show in the beginning. So I would say women would sleep with me, but they wouldn't date me. And I wanted to find out why. And they're like, gosh, I can relate to that. And there are a lot of men who can relate too, but they don't feel like they have cultural permission to relate to that because they're supposed to be a man. And the way we measure men is like, how much money did you make? How strong are you? How many chicks do you fuck? that's what, that's how we, if we're culturally, if that's how we speak about it and go, what's a real man, then that's what people think a real man is supposed to be. And so I'm glad that there are more people, more men out there talking about feeling differently. And then, and then, unfortunately, sexual prowess is still like this measurement. So to get a guy to listen, if I'm in the park playing back at me with my buddies and they want to say one thing, and then I push back about say getting women and I push back on them, they all know they kind of have to listen to me because they do all know that I fuck more than all of them. So they could say, Billy sounds like a bitch. Billy sounds like a herb. Billy, that's some (laughs) whatever. That's some weak-ass shit. I'm like, fine, but my weak-ass shit is getting my dick sucked far more than you. So, like, maybe (laughs) you should listen to me. And maybe all this alpha male Andrew Tate bullshit is nonsense. And it, it, it looks right. It looks like what we've been taught growing up. But in reality, it's not real. I mean, Andrew Tate literally would pay models to be on a boat and shoot content with, with selfies for Instagram or whatever. And then those models would see it on Twitter. And then they go, like, just a heads up, everyone. We did not bang. Like he's saying, check out all these chicks I just banged. And yeah. then the models would go, no, he paid us to go hang out on a yacht with him for a day. Oh, that's None so of funny. us. I don't dumb. know who
0: that is. He's like a guy that does that, though. He's known for that.
1: Andrew Tate and guys like him, are they call it the manosphere. It's these man influencers who are into this alpha shit. And it's all just, it's all a facade. It's all fake. They don't make as much money as they say they do, or they don't have as much sex as they say they do, or whatever. It's its all nonsense. Yeah, they're just um, buying
0: into the stereotypes and seeing if they still fucking work.
1: Right. And mm-hmm. meanwhile, so, so like I said, it, it, I just think a lot of dudes need to take some of the expectations out of it learn to have empathy and connect with a human being frankly you should have some more female friends in your life so you can listen to them and hear what they go through and then take that to have empathy on a date if you know that I'm trying to think of like a good example but like there are just there are a lot of like trends that tend to happen with women who hook up with men and oh they're not eating pussy thing like if you know that not a lot of women are receiving oral sex because a lot of dudes are refusing or they're not good at it then gosh, wouldn't that mean like when you're in bed and you're like, oh, my dick's hard, I really want her to suck my dick. But hey, what if, crazy idea, you didn't try to get her to touch your dick right away? And frankly, I've had more women be like, he hasn't tried to make me blow him. He hasn't tried to make me jerk him off. He hasn't tried to fuck me yet. He's just connecting with me and making out and touching my body. Like, shit, I really, I really want that dick. Give me that. And now they're craving something. Just because I didn't throw it at them nonsense. And that's not like a move. That's just me sincerely trying to enjoy the sexual experience. Stop trying to get your dick wet as a goal. Just connect with a human fucking being.
0: Right. But it's also the scare coming from the not scarcity thing, because I know I had a guy I did an episode once and it's a great episode. It's like how to get a girl that would never fuck you to fuck you. And it was like with my co-host, Tommy, he like liked me for a year. Okay. Like for years, he was like obsessed with me. And I was like, never would I ever fucking fuck you. Like, I don't like your face. Not one thing about you. But we became friends and he figured out what I fucking liked. And he kept taking me out for steak dinners and he kept complimenting me and he never tried to bang me because this guy could bang whoever the fuck he wanted. He was a player, right? So he was never coming from scarcity, right? He never made one fucking move. Fast forward, you could hear the whole fucking episode. You know, I was begging him one day, I dripping wet to go home and fuck me because I wanted him when this was a guy that I would never fucking fuck. And it was just strictly for the fact that he never made a move, but he kept like dropping compliments and he wasn't like playing a game. But if you really think about it, that game fucking works. It worked. I mean, I was like not into him at all and then i fucked him for seven years and had the best sex with him (laughs) (laughs) he was like my favorite booty call and i was like and we did a whole episode on it and it just goes to show like what you said the not scarcity he never tried to make move because he didn't have to right he was getting laid elsewhere he wasn't like showing
1: up like i gotta fuck her i got a heart on and i got
0: blue balls he was doing his thing
1: but now imagine you just didn't care so much whether or not if you're a guy if you didn't care so much whether or not you were getting laid and then you still just decided to enter the interactions with Kathy or whomever with that same attitude yeah just like because you're saying he has that attitude because he's getting laid I'm saying at some pretend yeah just be that guy I'm not saying pretend anything I'm saying sincerely learn that sex is not nearly as big of a deal as you think it is and make it less important Then the attitude naturally comes out of that. If you try to force it, then it is fake, and the fakeness will always be sniffed out. You can always smell it. And and so, some of my with like teaching or tips or whatever is kind of like I don't want to teach someone who has the wrong intentions like tricks to get someone in bed for just because they want to get their dick wet, um, because that's pickup artist shit. And I'm the trick is to actually give a shit about her the trick is to actually be okay if you don't get the exact type of sexual experience you want the trick is to learn consent culture and communication these are not tricks to get laid these are tricks to make you a better human being and then if you're a better human being and taking care of yourself then yeah you actually might attract more people that way rather than wearing a weird shirt and learning stupid pickup lines to get women in bed and it might work but you're just fucking and you're really just masturbating in someone. And I'm telling you, when you connect with a person, the sex is so much better. It doesn't feel like jerking off. It feels like a collaboration. Right.
0: Well, listen, Billy, why don't you give out all your shout outs? We didn't even get to talk about your OnlyFans, but give out you do have an OnlyFans. What do they see on your OnlyFans? Like, give it out and I'll put links to everything in the description.
1: They see some sexy pictures. They can buy content of me solo. They can buy content of me with some of my sexy friends. And they can always order customs. I, I shot a custom last night. The guy just wanted to see me strip down. He didn't even need me to jerk off, please. Like, I just want you to strip out, down, and answer these seven questions about circumcision. Fine. Sure. <laughs> Give me 50 bucks. But yeah, they can see that on the OnlyFans. But you, you obviously, the main place to go to find me is the Man Whore Podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you're listening to Kathy right now. I'm also on Instagram and threads at Billy BillyIsPrecita. I'm on TikTok. And I also run a monthly naked comedy show in Brooklyn. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. All the stand-up comedians are naked. The audience, it's nudity optional. Our last show of the year is going to be December first. Oh my goodness! Well
0: Do you have one link that you could send me that I put in that everything's there? The link tree or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, cool.
1: I'll send one or two important links, and then you conclude what you need to. But all right, yeah. awesome. All right, listen. Okay. I
0: I don't mind. I love a good debate. It, to me, it's no big <laughs> deal. I hope you roll like that too. I we always debate. Okay, you're as opinionated and loud and everything remember what that we want, I am. Which, no, I don't. But it was. Yeah, I do. I think it was something about consent or something. I don't know. I, it probably didn't age well, probably on my thing. When I was younger, I was a little bit more bitchy. Bitchy isn't cool when you're in your 50s. OK, it just doesn't roll. You're in your 50s? Yeah, yeah I'm 54 now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I know. Well, oh, fucking.
1: guess? What? I, I, that wouldn't have been my guess.
0: Well, how what, for my voice?
1: No, just I don't know, just in general. I yeah, just, no, uh, no, no. I mean, and go
0: look at me on YouTube. You can see videos of my body on YouTube. I don't look like I'm fifty four, but I, and I but I am, yeah, and I've been there, done that. But I think it's funny because I did an episode many years ago with Robert Kelly, and they sent me out a, on a date with Joe DeRosa and we came back to talk about that date and we filmed that date and we went on to the podcast of the you know what dude podcast and we had a massive fight and at the time I loved it like you know I sort of said my thing he said his thing he went on to Opie and Anthony I was getting death threats on Twitter everyone sided with him but you know when I listen back now as like a 50 something year old woman I'm like wow like you could only get away with that cunty attitude that I had right it was like cunty and it's kind of funny but I was like 40 too. And at that age, I don't know, I could still get away with it. Like you just, you just don't feel like that person or you just can't get away with that now. You know what I mean? Now is my debate. I think I sound like a Karen, but you know, you gotta, it's like a different (laughs) vibe that I had back then with you. It's like a little bit more cuntier. I think it's probably my fault back then, but I still love, listen, my point is, listen, I still love a good debate. I still am very opinionated person and I don't mind other people being opinionated. I I could give it and take it, which I've like i loved having you on the show you were like give me some great fucking stories i don't mind that we fight every time as long as you don't i love a good fight you can come on anytime i loved your stories it's fascinating and i people should definitely go listen to your show because i think they're going to want to listen to that episode where you had that girl on so thanks billy for calling in
1: thank you for having me bye,
0: bye. hi hey, everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, Go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, and share my videos at Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics